Our scripture reading this morning is out of the, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 28, the, the very last selection in the Gospel, verses 16 through 20. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. The word of God for the people of God. You may be seated. As I was reading that scripture this week, uh, the thought that came to me the most is how similar that situation is to what we're going through right now. So the very last part of the Gospel of Matthew is where the, the story of the Gospels collides with us. The great commission of the disciples to go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And the promise of the Holy Spirit that's with us today that we feel blowing all around us this morning, that I will be with you always to the end of the age. Now, I feel like one of the reasons why this scripture makes it so similar to what we're going through now is some seemed so confident in that moment. Some seemed uh, so excited. They worshipped Jesus, but some doubted. And I don't know about some of y'all, but, but I have been living in that space of doubt for quite some time. For a couple months now, actually. And not so much doubting the power of God, but doubting what is it that we're supposed to do after we get off this mountain. You see, in the Gospel of Matthew, this last part is different than all the other Gospels. Jesus hasn't appeared to the disciples yet. He's only appeared to the women. And outside of the tomb, the angels tell the women to go and tell the disciples to go to Galilee. Not to Jerusalem, but to go back home to Galilee. And wait for Jesus on the mountain there. There's no Emmaus Road. There's no last fishing trip and breakfast with Peter. There's no ascension. There's simply Jesus telling them to go home to the mountain they know so well and wait for me at the top of it. And at the top of that mountain, he tells them to then go and begin to do the work of everything that they have witnessed and everything that they've learned. That Jesus' last saving act was not the resurrection or the ascension. Jesus' last saving act was us. And empowering us to go and to change this world. And over the last several weeks, as so much has erupted from pandemics to racially, uh, uh, to the racial conversations and the tensions and the riots and the protests, if there's one thing that I've heard more than anything else, is I just don't know what to do. 
I don't know what I'm supposed to say. I don't know what we're supposed to do. Uh, here at the church, as we've been wrestling with reopening plans, uh, every pastor that I have talked with, we've sat down with every pastor in the city. Everybody has a different way of wondering and asking the question, what are we going to do next? And the disciples, some of them lived in that doubt. But here's what I love so much about that doubt. Is even not knowing what laid at the bottom of that mountain, even not knowing all of the work that would come, they still went down and took that first step off. And sometimes that first step we think is the hardest step. But this week what I've decided is the actual step that makes a difference is not the first step, but it's the second step. Because when we take a stand on justice issues or when we take a stand for the kingdom of God or when we do the very work of the kingdom of God here in the community, it's not just an act and a step of one time. But an increasing relationship to, to change lives by walking alongside others. Learning their names, their stories, their experiences, and coming together as a community to truly make a difference together. What I have enjoyed so much over the last several weeks is not seeing just one person have one bright idea that changes a community. But one person having one good idea that they then share with somebody else. And they take one step together. And then they share it with somebody else, and then that group takes two steps together. And then more people come alongside them, and they take three, four, five steps together, and now all of a sudden you have something in the community that truly makes a difference and changes lives. We have an incredible amount of work that remains here in Alabaster to share the very kingdom of God. And some of us wonder, how can we make a difference? What are we supposed to say? What is it that we're supposed to do? And the first thing we do is we take a step forward towards someone. We introduce ourselves. We find a need and we walk towards it and ask, what can I do to help and allow someone to tell you what we can do to help? I'm really excited about this unity worship service on Wednesday night. And it's not so much because the, the community is doing one thing to address some of the racial conversations in the community, but rather that this one thing has been in conversation for a while. That our churches have a hard time in Alabaster working together. There's no ministerial association. There's no lunch that we get together with once a month. But over the last several weeks, you have seen churches come together like they never have before. The Baptists sharing ideas with the Methodists. The Methodists doing uh, joint memorial services with the Catholics. The Presbyterians and the Lutherans coming together to ask how can we move together as one voice and as people of faith in this community to truly make a difference. And as we come together... In worship, as we come together as a voice of faith in the kingdom of God, that's one step. And then the next step 
moves us closer into the dream that God has for us to remain in relationship with each other. To truly begin moving in such a way that we see the needs, we see the, the, the problems and the hurts in our community, and we move together as an entire community to move into that. Thousands of years ago, the disciples gathered outside together on top of the space that God said to meet them. And so as we gather together outside in the space that God has given us to meet, hear the commission to go therefore and to make disciples of all nations. As we do that work together, moving into the future that God has for us all. Will you pray with me this morning? Almighty and gracious God, we do give you thanks. God, we give you thanks for breezes. We give you thanks for grass. We give you thanks for moments to where we can come and to see you. But God, you have given us the gift of your life and your Holy Spirit to help make a difference in this world, to make disciples, to baptize them in a salvation of hope, of compassion, of mercy and grace, as you have shown us. And God, the promise that you left us with on top of that mountain was that you would be with us even to the end of the age. As the Lord, place us in moments to where we can be in relationship with others. Place us in closer relationship with each other that we might move together into the very hope and life of your kingdom here in Alabaster. As we do all these things in Jesus' name, amen.